This is your real estate guru, and it's Real Estate Daily with a bit of a special edition here. And we ran our morning show standard at 7.30, but we had some technical technical issues with it. And so I wanted to rerun it because the topic has been asked for so much, and that is build versus buy. Should I build a home or should I buy a home? And wow, it is a complicated myriad of subsets of questions that you have to go through to determine what is the best for your client. Remember, you are in the servant leadership in this, and it is upon your shoulders to become the best at this knowledge as possible. So let's dive right into it. First, you need to know to buy a home. The average timeline it takes to buy a home from the point that the person starts to starts thinking about buying until the point that they're in an offer. They don't own it yet. They're just in the offer is four and a half months. Four and a half months. I mean, it really is quite a while when you start thinking about the timeline of how long it takes to buy a home. And then... To close that deal is an average of about 50 more days. So you're the better end of about six months from the beginning point of thinking about it to the end point of you've closed the deal and you're ready to move in. Contrast that with building a home. While it seems out of sight for something to be so long, of a process. But let's remember your the people your client is buying one of their largest assets in life. It's crazy. I'm in a different environment here and I let me turn on this other light. <laughs> I didn't get my other light going for us, but let me get this rolling. And I don't think that it has any... Okay, well, our technical difficulties continue for the day. I would love it, by the way, if you would hit the like button and hit the subscribe button, which continues to open up. If you hit the subscribe button, you will get the members-only events where we take a deeper dive into growing your business directly. Okay, we're in the middle of contrasting timelines. So... Four and a half months to get into the contract and another uh, month and a half or, or two months to close the deal. And then the, the buyer's in, in a home that's already been built. To build a brand new home, timelines, I'm sorry to say this because I love new construction. I'm sorry to say it, but they are out of sight. It's almost impossible at this point to, to declare what it would take to narrow that margin down because we're at a year, a year and a half. It can just be crazy timelines depending on the myriad of factors of what it is. Now, if the buyer wants to go to a tract home, it's already being built and the builder has their labor pool. They have the, the supplies. Like they're not waiting on, on, lumber to arrive, which is a big deal now. Just getting the lumber, not only has lumber went up in price, like just insane, but it's also in short supply. So getting what they need, I feel so bad for the builders because 
it's not just the labor pool that's in short short supply. They're being hit from all angles on this. So easily your time frame can explode from months to year to two years rapidly depending on what you're doing. So if your buyer wants to go and do a raw land development deal, jumping ahead of myself here a little bit, but if they want to do a raw land and develop the, the build out on raw land, this raises a whole other set of questions. And just to jump in here real quick, it, raises questions of, is there infrastructure that lenders will approve? So infrastructure being, is there public septic? Is there a private septic that's already part of the land deal? Because a lot of lenders won't lend money on putting in a new septic. And you can go find one that will. But a lot of them won't lend money. I'm going to put in because that's considered infrastructure. Is there public water? Or do you have to put a well in? Once again, the question, will your lender lend money to go put a well in? And if not, that means the buyers are going to have to bring this money to the table. Wells can run anywhere. Wow. From 9,000 to 30, 40,000. I mean, it's it just, you have to go get an estimate for your area. Because are you drilling 70 feet? Are you drilling 300 feet? And the cost of doing from 70 to 300, let me tell you, is a lot of money. It's a whole bunch of money. The deeper, deeper you go, every time that drill that comes over to your property pounds, there, there, there goes a bunch of money every time it pounds into the earth. You can just start counting or watching your bank account get lower every time it pounds into the earth because it's costing the people doing it. You can't blame them for it. They're looking for water for you. So, all right, so timelines can really mess with people. And you have to know your buyer. Are they willing to wait? Do they have the ability to wait that long. You know, a lot of people don't have the ability to wait that long for something to be built, you know, a year or more. They just don't want to wait that long. That That is a long time. Unless you're in one of these track homes or one a, a construction area, it's already going up. And that can change the picture and make it a little more similar. However, if you get in too late into a brand new home, you're not going to get to make your choices of colors, your choices of cabinetry, your choices of floors. You're not going to get to do all these choices that people feel like is part of the process of buying a new home. Because you walked in late. You're basically buying a brand new home that someone else has chosen the appliances and the colors, the cabinetry, and the minor design alterations that can be involved in and within the power and, and purview of the buyer. Those choices are already set in stone if you come into the process too late. Okay, back up just a little bit. Let's talk about cost. Cost is a big deal to people. Of course, it is to all of us. We don't have unlimited budgets. 
You, you know, we're, we're not multimillionaires, most of us for the most part. We have budgets. So let's take our standard $400,000 house. Standard $400,000 house used on the market, could be in pristine condition, could be great. No problem. Whatever condition it is, $400,000. A house in similar condition, brand new, would tend to run at least $55,000 more. It can run much, much more than that, depending on design and, and yard space, depending on what's going on, because new construction tends to have less of a yard. Because, come on, we're in real estate here. This is what we do. Real estate is valuable. They're not making any more of it. So the more humans that want to buy something creates the scarcity of the resource. So they they have shrunk the lot sizes down. The older homes tend to have larger lot sizes. Even for a similar price, the older homes tend to have larger lot sizes. That's why some of the older homes are able to create a flag lot on their property. Their property was, was deep or wide. It was much larger. It used to be, years ago, that a point two, you know, a fifth of an acre would be very typical. And then it went down to a 0.15, and then a 0.12, and then a 0.1, then a 0.9. Now we're seeing things at 0.5 and 0.7. Yeah. It's getting small. <clears throat> a tiny bit of yard. So if your buyer is hoping to have a new home, but also part of their hope and dream is to have a sizable yard to go play catch with, with their children, you need to have this conversation that is unlikely to happen unless they are willing to pay much, much more for the real estate, the land itself, to have a larger spot if it's available. And that is an if it's available thing. A lot of those are only done in custom build jobs. Very customized because... Where you have the, the builder grabbing a bunch of land, they're trying to economize on all the land that they have. Of course, this just makes sense. It, I'm not, this is not a blame to the contractor by no means. We would probably do the same thing. They're trying to economize and get the price of their homes reasonable enough that the average people can afford them. Well, this land costs them a bunch of money. Putting the infrastructure, you know, the septic, the water, the power stems, all of that in costs a bunch of money, which is, of course, one of the, re one of the concerns of the lenders when you go to buy something new and you want to put it on raw land, are, is there any infrastructure at the street level? 
So doing your homework before you go show somebody and take a lot of your time and showing them property that is raw land that's way out somewhere, do a little homework and find out is there any are there any resources from the county that reach out there? You know, this is back to the old-fashioned sprawl where people are dragging the resources with them. And, and this is we're not trying to cause a discussion about sprawl, but this is what happens. The further out you go, you drag the resources with you, or at least you try to, because it's cheaper for people to, to have the public resources of septic water and power drug along with them. They can attach to these things at a much, much lower cost than having to put them in their self. Difficult things to put in, and the lender, most lenders don't want to finance that part. The buyer, if they want to do that, may have to walk in with deeper pockets to be able to afford to put those kind of packages together. Now, some pros about, about new construction, because there's a bunch of pros about new construction. Let's face it, it's brand new. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's brand new. So things generally are going to work and they're not going to leak. That does, and I say generally, that doesn't mean you're not going to have any troubles. But when you do, things are generally protected by a warranty. That's all really good news. I mean, that, that is just terrific news for people looking to do things at, at a lower cost for long-term living. That new construction can lower your output on repair items because things are functioning. They're working. They were inspected. They were built up to current code. You're not having to go and fix it. You know, the average remodel price of a kitchen, if you're buying a used home and you're thinking you're going to go remodel the, the kitchen, average remodel price of a kitchen is between $25,000 and $30,000. And it can go north of that so fast. My sister wanted remodeled the kitchen years ago, another house she had, and they wanted suddenly they wanted to put in a heated floor. And it made sense. They're going to tear it up to that level. They wanted a heated floor. But that's a huge cost, putting in a heated floor. That's a wonderful thing to have. I remember going over there and thinking, wow, this is, this is nice on the feet. It's a heated floor. How wonderful. But that certainly will, all these aspects will raise the cost of a remodel to a kitchen. So you're buying a used home. If it needs it, a, a remodel, just remember, big cost comes along and bringing the home up to speed with whatever you touch in the home, you're going to have to bring the home up to code. That's the general rule on that. But new homes cost a lot more money. The, the good thing is things work. The bad thing, because there's, there's always goods and bads. The bad thing is it does cost a lot more money. The used home can also have a warranty. You can take a warranty out on any home that you're buying. And we often, as a brokerage, 
buy a warranty for the buyers so that they're not going to be stuck with some large out-of-pocket thing during the first year. And those warranties can be updated and taken out again and again and again. So you're not stuck just on a new home construction having a warranty. You can have warranties unused. So the big, huge benefit of warranties on the one side can also be warranties on the other. It's not a necessarily a pro and a con. It's just that it's not only a pro to one side because the other side absolutely can have it as well. The big negative to building are timelines and where the people want to be. For out-of-pocket money, if you're going further out and you need and you need resources like septic systems put in and you can't get a lender to put that in for you, you're going to need a lot more deep pockets to make that happen. If you are buying a used home, the negatives are you're going to have to live with what's out there. You, you know, I mean, these are used homes. You may be stuck remodeling something to make it fit for your family. The positive on the used home is there's a lot more styles to choose from. Most of your new homes nowadays, unless you're getting into custom-built homes, most of your new homes are what I would call an open slate home. That is, they're an open uh format or open floor plan you can see from the kitchen through the the rest of that that floor it, they're very open and i would call that an open style where the other homes are character homes the old-fashioned character homes have a room for the kitchen and they have a room for the dining room and they have a you know each area has its own room and I call those character homes because the home itself has character to it. It brings its own story along with where the other homes and they're and both styles, by the way, are absolutely terrific. You create the character you want out of the open style. You can make your own hallway with the back of a couch or something. You arrange it the way you want it, and there's more options with the open style. With the character home that has the different rooms, there's less choice. But if that's what you want, you probably need to look at the used market. Because there were more of those homes built in the past than are currently being built. Of course, home styles change all the time. So who knows what's coming next to us? I mean, we're right now we're in this this where we're going uh, vertical, and we're doing more of an open style for each floor. But who knows what is to come next? I mean, I've I've heard that we're going with you know fewer parking spots for homes, and and maybe down to the point of none even. That would be something. I that would be special environments, no question. That that would be probably inner city special environments that would take things like that. I'm sure. Now, of course, we already have that for some condo associations. And condos can be a wonderful home investment for people. 
but they some of them offer parking and some of them simply don't. Anyway, we're getting getting off topic there. We we are on the topic of today of build versus buy. Now, with interest rates where they're at being so critically low, I think per and this is your guru speaking from the heart, you are better off buying something already built. Because the price of lumber is so high, you can take advantage of low interest rates and go and grab something off the market at what is still a good deal and save yourself some money. Even, and try to get something that you don't have to remodel a whole lot. Buy up towards the upper end of, of your, your budget if you need to and get something closer to what you want but still take advantage of something already built. And it saves the time factor that you're, you're of waiting, trying to get in. And the, the honest truth is a lot of people just cannot see that far out of what it's going to take on a custom-built home and putting that whole package together. Very, very difficult at times for people. However, if you do have time, one of the big benefits of building a home yourself is you get exactly what you want. I mean, I I'd be amiss to not mention this on buying on building. You get exactly what you want. It will take time and it will cost substantially more. Building a home nowadays costs any. It's a huge span. I know costs anywhere from about 130 a square foot up to, it can go up to $500 square foot. I mean, just depending on how much finished work that you really want. Yeah, I hope you're having a, a good time with this as I am because, whoops, I hit the camera here. Because the topic is so valuable for us to know and advise our clients. People come to us and say, should I buy a home? I'd love to know in the chat room. What do you tell your people when they say to you, well, should I build or buy? I'm, I, I, there, there's some lots I'm looking at. I'm thinking these might be a good deal. Should I go ahead? And let's just say that they have the resources. So that topic doesn't have to be the deciding factor. There's already a sewer in the street. There's water. And, and there's, of course, a power stem there. So those topics are, are off the table. What do you tell people? What do you tell your buyers when they ask you about this? It shouldn't, you shouldn't be considering a commission problem because the commission issue can always be handled by attaching yourself and approaching the, the builder. Even if you can't, you should want what is best for the buyer. Helping them through this process. What do you tell them? I will tell you what I tell them. And that is what are, I asked them the question, well, what are your goals? How long are you going to be in this home? Now, the great thing about homes is buying a home is not like buying a car. Buying a car is complicated. Buying a home is complicated. These are different complications. The part that's not the same about a car is that when you buy it, 
it doesn't go down in value. Just did a show on this on buyer remorse. The home doesn't go down in value when you buy it. Where the car, you walk it off the, you drive it off the, the car lot, and you're going to lose some value because you've driven it off the lot. Now it's a used car. Homes aren't like that. It's a complicated discussion. So the first thing I ask when they ask me the question, should I build or buy, buy a used home, is tell me about your goals. What are your goals for your family? How long are you going to be in this home? Is this a long-term family home that would make sense that you're waiting? Or is this a first home and you're looking to move this along right away? If you're looking to move it along right away, we should probably look around at the used market, get you into a home sooner, build that equity, and then trade up into, so you can trade into the kind of home that you're eventually looking for and eventually build the home, the custom home of your dreams. But I'd love to know how you advise your client on such a complicated question. I'm your real estate guru. This is Rod, and this is Real Estate Daily. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Take care, guys.